0: You're listening to Time in the Word. There's been a renewed interest in recent years by millions of people all over the world regarding what the Bible has to say about the future because of the events on 9-11 in America, the current events in the Middle East, and now as the world deals with the COVID-19 global pandemic. Why? Because only in the Bible do we find God revealing to us in detail the future of this planet and its inhabitants. Dr. Gonzalez explains that although scripture is clear that the exact time of future prophetic events is unknown and that Christians are not to attempt to set dates and times, many scholars and students of prophecy agree that their time of fulfillment is fast approaching. The Bible does say that the general period can be known or discerned. And without a doubt, the signs of the times clearly seem to indicate the nearness of these events. In parts one and two of Why Study Bible Prophecy, Dr. Gonzalez will provide nine reasons as to why Christians and non-Christians alike should study Bible prophecy. Let us listen to Dr. Gonzalez as he begins his study on end times prophecy.
1: Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come to your word and study it. We pray that the Spirit would open the eyes of our hearts and of our understanding so that we may be able to grow in our faith, Lord, May we not only become more knowledgeable, but may we become wiser. May we know how to apply what you're about to teach us to our everyday life. We give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to start today our our, uh, series on prophecy. We're going to be looking, studying the Word of God and discover what it is that the Bible has to say about the future of this planet and the people who live in it the first thing i want to discuss is why study prophecy uh... i mean why is it important for people to spend time studying prophecy that's going to be the the topic of our message today we we kind of have to set the ground rules before we actually start looking at what the bible says about the future if we don't have a good understanding of the preliminary things, then we will not have have a very good understanding of the other things that we're going to be looking at later on. So the first question is, why should we study prophecy? Why study prophecy? Ever since the terrorist attacks on uh, September 11th of 2001 on this country, millions and millions of people all over the world have become interested in uh, what the Bible has to say about the future. There's a renewed interest in learning uh, what God says about the future of this planet and the people who live in it. And of course, the Bible is the best place we can go to to find this information. God is an omniscient God. He knows all things. God, For God, there is no such thing as a time-space continuum. God lives in an ever-present time. Therefore, what is future to us is not future to God. God is already there. God sees the past, the present, and the future all in one big present, unlike we do since God is already there nobody can provide us with details better than God himself so we're going to spend some time looking at the Word of God and seeing what it is that God has to say about the future I want to read you an interesting quote here it says the good news is that God has given answers to us in his prophetic word in fact 28 percent of the Bible was prophetic when it was first written in all There are over 1,000 passages of Scripture that were prophecies at the time they were written, and more than half of them have already been fulfilled. This track record of fulfillment is our assurance that the prophecies not yet fulfilled will come to pass when their time is coming. Now, we know that Scripture is clear in telling us that we do not know the exact time of these future events, and Christians are warned about setting a date, a time, a date for these future events. We don't know. Christ himself said that he didn't know the exact time of these future events, but that does not mean that we cannot know the general period when these things will occur. In fact, many prophecy experts, many theologians believe that that we are able to know the general period of time in which these things will occur. In fact, there are many signs out there today that clearly seem to indicate that the nearness of these events is upon us. Now again, the question is why study prophecy. And I'm going to give you a few reasons here. This is not an exhaustive list. I'm sure many of you can think of other reasons why we should study prophecy, but I'm going to give you a list of important reasons why we ought to study prophecy. First of all, it's because God included it in Scripture. By that I mean that prophecy seems to be a subject matter that is important to God because He included it in Scripture and He included incredible amounts of prophetic writings in the scriptures. Let me give you some statistics here. One third of this collection of books that we call the Bible, one third of what we call the Bible is made up of prophetic writings. Most of the books in the Bible were written by prophets and approximately 20 of the 66 books are books on prophecy while many others contain either prophetic passages or subjects. If prophecy were not important to God, I don't think God would have dedicated so much space to the subject of prophecy. I want to give you an illustration. If we take the Bible, and based on the information that we already have, if we take the Bible and break it up into sections, three sections... We would have to conclude, based on the information that we have been given, that about a third of the Bible, a fourth to a third of the Bible is prophetic by nature, which means that if you look at this Bible right here, about this much is prophecy. That's a lot of Bible. And you know what? If we decide that we are not going to study prophecy because we don't think that prophecy is important, what we are saying is that God wasted his time in providing us with almost a third of his word because a third of it is dedicated to prophetic writings. If we do not study prophecy, we are forfeiting much of what God has written for our own benefit. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. If you remember what Paul wrote to Timothy in regards to the Word of God, let me read you that passage. I'm looking at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Listen to what Paul said. All Scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Listen. All of Scripture, all of Scripture is God breathed, and all of Scripture is there to equip us for every good work. Therefore, by implication, what Paul is saying is listen, if we don't study prophetic writings, we are not going to, by definition, be well equipped in order to defend our faith. It is imperative that we study prophecy as we would study anything else in the Bible because God included it in Scripture and therefore it is important to God. Second reason I'm going to give you it's that it serves as evidence for the divine origin of the Bible. Listen, what better evidence do we have to point people to the divine origin of Scripture than fulfilled prophecy. Do you realize that of all the other religions in the world, the Bible, the Christian Bible is the only holy book that contains predictive prophecy? Why do you suppose no other religious writings contain any predictive po- prophecy? Because we know from scripture that God said that any t- if you want to identify a false prophet, All you have to do is allow him to make a prophecy and if that prophecy fails to come true, he has exposed himself as a false prophet and you are not to follow that man. In fact, you are to have nothing to do with that individual. Prophecy is one of the greatest things that we have to present to the world as evidence that the Bible is the Word of God, not that it contains the Word of God, but that it is the very Word of God. Let me read you uh, a couple of quotations. The question is, why do no other books, religious books, religious writings, holy writings from other religions, why do they not contain predictive prophecy? Listen to what this individual said. The question uh, uh, is why. Because predictive prophecy that fails to come true in all its details will expose those writings as false and non-inspired. The Bible, on the other hand, is loaded with predictive prophecy, much of which, obviously to the exception of that which has yet to be fulfilled, has been fulfilled literally down to the minutest details, showing once again that the Bible is inspired and that everything it says is true and accurate. Another writer said this, without question, the Bible, unlike any other literary work of antiquity, enjoys an unparalleled amount of evidence that clearly demonstrates beyond any doubt that the Bible we hold in our hands today is as accurate and faithful to the original autographs as we could possibly have, any discrepancies are minimal and negligible, which in no way undermine its historic reliability. Uh, And the question is, how did this happen? Very simply, God. this is what Christians have alleged, because we know this to be true from the Word of God, not only has God authored the Scriptures, but God has preserved the Scriptures. Listen, if, you want to, if you're a Christian and you want to witness to somebody and you want to make a compelling argument because nowadays, listen, you just can't come up to somebody and tell them they're a sinner and they need to, to seek forgiveness and they need to ask Jesus into their heart. We live in a day and age where there is no such thing as absolute truth. We know there is absolute truth, but they claim there's no such thing as absolute truth. So now when you want to witness to somebody, what you have to do is you have to establish first and foremost the existence of absolute truth. Well, if we can establish the existence of absolute truth, we can therefore establish that the Bible is that book which contains absolute truth because it's God's Word. How do we know it's God's Word? Because there are so many fulfilled prophecies down to the minutest details unlike any other religious book in the world, in the history of the world. The second reason, therefore that we want to study prophecy is because prophecy serves as evidence of the divine origin of the Word of God. Third reason why we want to study prophecy, because it reminds us of who God is, it reminds us and teaches us of His nature and His sovereignty. You know that fulfilled prophecy exalts God and causes us to see him for who he is and allows us to see us for who we are. Again we said at the beginning of the program that God knows all things because God lives in the future. God doesn't learn about the future as we do as some claim even within the Christian uh, church within evangelical circles God doesn't learn the future as we do. God is already there. It's one big present. To deny that God knows the future is to deny that God is omniscient. And if you deny the omniscience of God, you're denying the very attribute that makes him God. God is the sum total of all attributes. You can't strip God from any one attribute without at some point denying God for who he is. Prophecy reminds us of who God is. It reminds us that he is an omniscient, he's an omnipotent, he's a merciful, a powerful, an eternal, a loving God. Prophecy clearly demonstrates that God, listen, that God is in control over all creation. You know, there are those who argue that God created the world and he left the world to do its own thing, I suppose. Well, the Bible doesn't teach us that. The Bible teaches us that God is active in the affairs of mankind and he is in control over all of that which he has created. Prophecy demonstrates that. The fact that every time something is fulfilled shows us that God is continually in control of everything. It exposes God's goodness, and within the pages of Scripture, we find the final chapter of the human condition because God already knows the final chapter of the human condition. And it also tells us the blessings that we have in Christ if we have entered into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Fourthly, the fourth reason why we ought to study prophecy, because it guards us against false teachings and false prophets. Listen, this is a major problem in the church today. We have so many preachers out there claiming to know the truth, claiming to be preaching the truth, claiming to be prophets and apostles and pastors and shepherds. Yet when it's all said and done and the facade is removed, we know that they are doing nothing more but teaching false teachings and pretending to be servants of God. If you know prophecy, if you study prophecy, it will help you uncover false teachings and false prophets. I want to read you a few passages of Scripture. This is not an exhaustive list, but I want to read you a few verses from the Bible that Speak as to the problem that we have in the church today concerning false teachings and false prophets. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. Watch out for false prophets. Listen, Christ Himself warned us watch out for false prophets. They come to you, listen, in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Listen to the warning that we have in Acts chapter 20 verse 29. I know that after I leave savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Listen, we have false teachers, false prophets, false apostles, impostors, pretending to be servants of God, feeding The members of their congregations lies because they're savage wolves, false prophets, clothed in sheep's clothing. Listen to what Paul told Timothy in Timothy chapter three, verses twelve and thirteen. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, listen, will be persecuted. While evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse listen deceiving and being deceived listen these people have been preaching the lie for so long that now the lie has become truth to them and since they have become so convinced that what they preach is true they have been successful in convincing those people who come and listen to them week in and week out Listen, if you don't study prophecy, you're going to have difficulty being able to differentiate between the true thing and the false thing. And let me tell you something, folks. By the boatloads, we have people following false teachers preaching lies. They don't know any better. Listen, if the preacher says it, it must be true. Well, guess what? That preacher that might be preaching to you may be a an imposter, a false prophet, a savage and ferocious wolf. Listen to this last warning. I'm going to read you. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 13 and 15, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, listen, masquerading as apostles of Christ, and no wonder, For Satan himself masquerades, listen, as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. Listen. I'm just going to say this quickly because I I have material to cover here. When Paul went to Berea and he preached to the uh, uh, Berean Christians, you know what the Berean Christians did after he was done preaching? Now, this is the Apostle Paul. This was just not just any guy. This was the Apostle Paul who came and preached the Word of God. You know what they did after he was done preaching? They opened the scriptures that they had, the Old Testament, to make sure that what he was preaching was true. Was Paul offended? Yeah. The world wasn't that politically correct back then. No, he wasn't offended. You know what? He commended them for doing what they did and he tells every Christian to do the very same thing. Listen, if you are duped into believing something and you end up in hell, I suppose you only have yourself to blame for God gave you the truth but you never actually researched it for yourself. You just took somebody's word. You better study prophecy. Number five. Why should we study prophecy? Number five. Because it motivates us to holy and righteous living. Listen. Let me re- read you a couple of verses from the Bible. Prophecy has a way of motivating people to holy living. It kind of it brings things into focus. You know what I'm saying? Listen to what John said in his first epistle, chapter 2, verse 28. He said that we are to continue in him, meaning Christ, so that when he appears, when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. And then in chapter 3, verse 3, listen to what he says. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Listen, let me, let me ask you this question. If Christ could return for the church now, or he could return for the church tomorrow, what do you want to be found doing today? Let me put it this way: if Christ could return for the church right now, what do you what do you want him find you to find you doing right now? If Christ could come back now and he could for the church, he could come and rapture the church at any moment what kind of life ought we be living. It's a motivator for holy and righteous living. Number six, it brings us hope. Listen, people could be stripped of many things in life and men will forge on even if they have been stripped from most anything they can be stripped of. But if you take hope away from A human being you have just stripped that person from any reason for continuing to live hope is everything folks and the truth is that the Bible teaches that unless a person is in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ he will live and die with absolutely no hope listen the Bible defines hope as firm confidence We can have hope. We can have firm confidence because one, we've entered into a personal relationship with the very God who created and the very sovereign God who controls the very universe. Nothing can snatch me out of His hand. That's what the Scriptures teach. And number two, we have His Word and His Word gives us hope. Listen, we're going to study prophecy. We are going to study. We are going to be looking at tomorrow's headlines today because they're all right here. It brings us hope. Number seven, and this is the final one. Why do we want to study prophecy? We want to study prophecy because it promotes evangelism. Folks, listen, let me tell you something. There is no greater mission for the church than to propagate and promote and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, to seek to bring salvation to all of mankind. Jesus himself said that he came for one reason and one reason only, and that was to seek and save the lost. Listen, if Jesus can come today, if Jesus can come tomorrow, then we must get busy preaching and proclaiming and living the gospel of jesus christ the bible tells us that he could come at any moment are you proclaiming the gospel of jesus christ thank you father for this time we give you all the glory in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ